I want to thank you for joining us this evening. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages with me, Pastor Carl Anderson. Presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, Incorporated, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Today is July 15, 2021. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., and Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold with the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. If you didn't know, we were, we've were we been in the book of Revelation on Sunday mornings, teaching the word of God, uh, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, no fluff, nothing being added, nothing being taken away. So I want to encourage you to join us, and maybe there's someone else that, that uh, needs to understand the book of Revelation and the blessing that lies therein. We'll be back right after this.
I hope you've told the Lord thank you today. I'm certainly appreciative to him. Walk through the house because I was working from home and lifting my hands up and just telling the Lord thank you. He is so worthy of so much praise and honor to be worshiped, you know, for in, in the beauty of holiness, the way he wants it. That's the way he wants it. And we should give the king what he wants. Give the king what he wants. We should be thankful and, uh, unto the Lord for what the Lord has done, the, the breath in our bodies, the activity of our limbs, the mere fact that, that we're all, that we're gathering to, to listen to his word. And I'm telling you, there, the Bible said, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And so we have, uh, he is giving us, sharing with us eternal life, eternal life. When uh, Peter and John, I believe it was, was locked in jail, the angel delivered him and told them to go to the synagogue and tell the people about this life, a life of holiness, a life of righteousness. The life that the scribes and Pharisees was not sharing completely 100%. The life that the Sadducees and the Herodians and uh, other sects had certain agendas, but it, that agenda did not was not complete. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And so that's what we should be, uh, you know, the, the greatest impact that will ever be in our life uh, is because of Jesus Christ. And, and I want you to know the best is yet to come. Uh, I know that, that pe preachers have preached that and they have said that, but I believe that the best is yet to come is yet to come and so again remember to join in with us ezekiel has ushered us into a point of time where he has uh, been preaching teaching exhorting as the lord led him uh to to teach the people about repentance and let them know the, the awareness that god had of their situation and all the way through to salvation and the reestablishing of the temple which is yet to come and here we are in the book of Acts, and you know they are already start touching on the eschatology, the coming of the Lord, and uh, and preaching Christ and Him crucified, and that He is risen again. And so the Bible tells us in Acts, uh, the seventeenth chapter, beginning at the fourth verse, and some of them believed. Some of them believed. Some of them believed. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, for blessing us again to, uh, to meditate on your word, to think about your word, Lord God, to talk about your word, Lord Jesus, to live your word, Lord God. Help us to live uh, according to your will. Help us, Lord God, to, to live and to be found pleasing in your sight. Help us help someone else to do the same. Lord God, I pray and ask that you will bless those that tune in, that are tuning in, and bless those that will be tuning in later. Lord God, we I pray and ask that you would encourage their hearts, Lord Jesus, so that uh, to strengthen, Lord Jesus, to carry out uh, the work that you have for them to do in their respective places. Bless the churches. Lord God, those that are seeking you and are seeking to do your will, Lord God, Lord Jesus, we just want to thank you. We just want to honor you 
in Jesus' name. Remember those that are sick in their body, Lord God, and uh, that are seeking you, Lord God. You're the great healer. There's, there's no one else better than you, Lord God. And we certainly look to you as the author and finisher of our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says, and some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas. And of the devout Greeks, a great multitude, and of the chief women, not a few, not a few. But the Jews, which believed not, moved with envy and took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort and gathered a company and set all the city in an uproar and assaulted the house of Jason and sought to bring out, bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down and are come hither also, whom all whom Jason had received, and these all do contrary to the decree of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Jesus. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And when they had taken security of Jason and of the others, they let them go. The impact of the message of Jesus Christ or the message about Jesus Christ, there we go, was great. It was a greater impact. You know, the best, uh, as Paul has said, uh, I, I don't want to hear nothing else. I want to hear about Christ and him crucified. I don't want to hear about this other stuff that people are walking around talking about in the name of gospel. And, you know, I've heard, I've been in services, I've been places where I've heard people say, well, you know, keep it real. You know, um, you preaching that old stuff, keep it real. Well, first of all, we are keeping it real. Second of all, is this is not old. The Bible has not fulfilled. We have not, we have not entered into um, well, first of all, the church has not been raptured. So Bible prophecy has not fulfilled uh, in a number of areas where yet the Bible said the whole earth is groaning and travailing, uh, looking for the manifestation of the sons of God. And so there are uh, not only we're waiting, but also the, the entire earth, uh, this universe is waiting uh, for the word of God to fulfill and the curse will be lifted and there'll be a new kingdom, a new a Jerusalem that's established. But they are dealing, the, the word of God says, and the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night into Brea, uh, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. So uh, the word of God lets us know that, that uh, these uh, men uh, that was carrying out the call, uh-huh, they, they were carrying out the call. The Lord had 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 uh, committed them, and they began to evangelize. And, and so the the impact of the, the the gospel message, the good news, was encouraged to encourage change, to acknowledge the Lord as King. 
He is king. It doesn't matter who's in office. God is king. It doesn't matter what geographical location you're in. God is king. And so uh, a wise king, a wise leader would acknowledge that, that there is a king of kings and a lord of lords. But one that only acknowledges themselves as being the, the numero uno uh, with all supreme power is close to being a fool. Uh, the Bible said the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. And so I said, I said close because they may, uh, they may acknowledge that there is a God, but they don't want to acknowledge God. The Bible says that there was a, 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 a unjust judge and that unjust judge was, uh, he said that he didn't fear God and he didn't fear man. So he acknowledged that there was a God, but said, I, I refuse to fear him. And, uh, and I don't fear men. And there was a woman that sought him daily, asking that, that he would vindicate her from those that was doing her wrong. And he became wary of her. She wore him down and he heard her case. And the Bible said, how much more uh, God himself, if, if the unjust judge acted for this woman how much more will God act for those that call upon him? The impact of the gospel message or the good news is to encourage change. And that begins with the preacher. Change begins with the preacher. Let me say that again. Change begins with the minister. The minister hears the message before anyone else does. The minister gets the word of God because he spends time or they spend time, she, he, whomever the Lord is going to use, uh, should be spending time and receiving from the mouth of God the word. And I believe you, that's in, in Malachi 3, about the third chapter. But um, and, and we need to hear the message repeatedly. The minister needs to hear the word of God repeatedly for themselves. And there's good reason that we hear it multiple times because it's, it's uh, it, the Bible tells us in Zechariah, three and one, uh, that he had a vision. He said, I, and he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And you're going to tell me that when the enemy is fighting against you, you don't need the word of God? Certainly you do. Well, the minister who is commissioned to carry forth the word runs into opposition. Uh, Sometimes it's physical opposition. It could be financial opposition, emotional, mental opposition. And it could be spiritual opposition, as we just read uh, from Zechariah, that Satan was dead and withstand him. Don't you know that we need the word of God to help sustain us, just like we preaching it to you? We need it also. And so we, we hear the word of God. We have to digest it. We have to ingest it and you know, and, and store it up and be ready to, uh, to give the word out at any time, instant in season and out of season. When you want to, when you don't want to, when it's appropriate, when it's not appropriate, you know, you may find yourself in a situation uh, that the word of God is required at that moment. And they may not, they may not want to hear it uh, at that moment, but it's net it's of necessity. Now, I'm not talking about being dogmatic. I'm not certainly not talking about imposing 
upon other people. But I'm talking about where a situation might arise and you'll find yourself uh, all of a sudden uh, reverting to the word of God in a situation to help uh, someone out that is in need that because of because you're inspired to give them something that is going to touch their spirit. Uh, we might you might be able to massage the flesh. You might be able to give somebody something uh, in the flesh that um, uh, that sounds good. It, it may truly help them out in some situations. But there are other times where the spirit man, the spirit man uh, needs something. You know, matter of fact, the spirit man needs something quite often because uh, we are lack. We're undernourished uh, in so many areas. We're undernourished. And so with that, you know, we need to we need to be nurtured uh, with the correct substance, just like your body. We feed these bodies. We need to feed the spirit man. And so the people heard the gospel message presented by Paul and those uh, with him, uh, Luke, Silas, Timothy, you know, those. And the impact was great. The impact was great because they was preaching Christ. They was preaching about the Messiah. They was not talking about uh, you know, it wasn't a message of prosperity. It wasn't a, it was deliverance. The The message is about deliverance. Yeah, it's, it's good to learn about prosperity, but I've learned economics and stuff like that uh, in, the, in the local school. And, you know, and, and some things are just common sense that if you, you have a little bit of change, don't spend it all in one place, you know, save some for a rainy day. Uh, you know, and so sometimes we do need to be reminded of those things. However, However, the all of that, the Bible said all good gifts come from above, from the Father of lights. And, and so we need to know where to look to. And we look to and through Jesus Christ. The Bible said some of them believed and consorted, uh, which means that they habitually associated with uh, uh with Paul and, and Silas as they ministered the word of God. And there were those that disapproved, disapproved of what was going on. And the, the devout Greeks, a great multitude and of the chief women, not a few. And so these women were, were married to um, men that was well known throughout the city and, you know, business and they were influential. But the Jews, which believed not, moved with envy. Uh, took unto them certain lewd fellows of the basis or those that was easily influenced to do something, uh, even though they did not understand, uh, they didn't have a full understanding of what and why, but they were easily encouraged, you know, to do it. They, they were easily encouraged to, to, to lie. They were easily encouraged to say that they heard something that they did not hear, you know, and to join in and, and do something. And a gathering a company and set all the city in an uproar. They had them spreading rumors and the city became very disturbed. And so they ran into the house of Jason and sought him to bring him out, to bring them out, uh, bring the company, Paul and all of them that had, uh, looking for them in Jason's house. Some years ago, I was ministering at one of the fellowship churches in, in Los Angeles uh, and um, down in Compton, uh, and I, I talked about mental immorality. You know, um, you, you at home biting on your wife like a dog on the bone, you know, but thinking about someone else. 
you'll watch jump you and you know uh, uh jump your jones and and but she's thinking about a co-worker she's not thinking about you and so i, I talked about that in, in the in the course of the message and a brother approached me afterwards and confessed how angry he got angry he became during the service and i i had no idea of that you know i, I never imagined that uh, he would even approach and say that uh, about a year ago one of the saints told me that they stopped coming to church they stopped attending service because the message always seemed to be about them uh, and you know but since that confession since that confession the confession is good since that confession they have been faithfully serving the lord and as a living sacrifice how about you are you owning up to the gospel message and what it may have said that that stirred you up you know the gospel make you glad and it will make you mad it'll hurt your feelings uh, it, it can it can even make you angry but it also calls you to repent and to live right when you receive it you know you ever been to service the, the gospel is doing its job the minister says something, you didn't like it, you didn't agree with it, and you went home, you know, and you, you just was having a moment with it. You was wrestling with that thing, uh, with what was being said. But as you thought about it, you knew deep down inside it was right. It was right. And a change had to occur. If you've never been there, keep living. Because it, it will cross your path, as we found out, the Church of Ephesus uh had it down uh, only and it they looked like they had every t crossed every dot uh, i uh, dotted only to find out that the lord said i i have something against you and so the gospel will expose and let you know what god has against you it will let you know where you've fallen short when you think that you're all right and the only thing for us to do is humble ourselves after we get over ourselves after we get over being mad, after we get over being angry, after we get over being hurt and feeling a certain way, you know, is to repent, ask forgiveness and live right. And you live long enough, you'll, you'll cross that bridge. I have, and I believe that, that any other minister that has been honest uh, will let you know that they've crossed that bridge too, uh, you know, and so, because uh, God, in order to be right, you're going to have to get your feelings hurt. You're going to have to deal with the hard things. Uh, in your life, in any relationship, uh, you're going to have to deal with the hard things. You know, some people don't like going to counseling uh, because counseling, you're going to deal with the hard things. That counselor is going to ask the questions that you not that you didn't ask. They're going to ask the questions that you didn't really want to ask that may expose something that you really didn't want exposed. But if it's dealt with, then you'll be all right. And so the Bible said that the, the gospel message uh, while the gospel can and will scare the hell out of you and, and, and heaven into you, it should never be used intentionally to cause injury to another person. We don't preach the word to hurt somebody. We don't preach the word to, uh, to throw rocks at folks. Uh, shame on any minister that does that. And, uh, you know, um, I, I, that's being dogmatic. Uh, just get up and and sometimes you may, God forbid, if you have a confession with the minister and while the minister is up, 
speaking, all of a sudden you hear that confession. And no one may not know about it, but it was a confession. It was something that was supposed to be kept in silence and confidentiality. And so uh, no one else in the church needs to know that. Uh, so now it's a difference when the Holy Ghost reveals it to the minister and the minister uh, preaches it or exhorts it or teaches on it. And you did not confess that you had not said anything. You know that is God. You know that's him uh, dealing with you. And so uh, the gospel should never be used intentionally to cause personal injury to anyone. Uh, John, the 10th chapter, 10 through 11 says, The thief cometh uh, not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Uh, I'm coming that you might have life. So we know the Lord, the word of God has come that we might have life and that uh, they may have life, may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. And so the Bible said, and they found them not. They went into Jason's house searching. Where are they? Where they at? Where are you going to hit them? But they didn't find them. And so because they didn't find them, they grabbed Jason and certain brethren into, and took them to the rulers, uh, crying, saying that they have turned the world upside down. The impact of the gospel message, the impact of Jesus, of the message about Jesus Christ was so great that they uh, declared they turned the world upside down. Uh, we heard about them. Uh, they've been in other places. The word has traveled. And it has stirred up uh, places where they have been. And so they took um, what what we today call uh, Baal, you know, whom Jason had, had received. And those all do contrary to the decree uh, saying that Jesus is king, that there's another king. Now, if you recall back in the, in the scripture, uh, birth of Jesus Christ, that the wise men, were warned not to go back and tell uh, Herod at that time, not to go back and tell that where the birth of Jesus Christ is. Uh, and they, they went a different route. When they left uh, Christ, they went a different way. And so uh, here, we, here it is again. Uh, the jealousy has risen up uh, because there is another king, Jesus Christ. And as you place Jesus on the throne of your heart, uh, as you encourage others to do the same, the enemy is going to rise up. He's not going to like what's being said. Uh, he's not going to like what's being said when the when the true gospel is being preached uh, in the church. Is when the gospel is going forth over the airways, uh, whether it through internet connection, regular radio, you know, uh, you sharing it uh, with another person. Uh, the enemy is not going to like that when, when, they, when Jesus is being presented as king. And so they look for someone to blame. And so therefore they grabbed Jason because uh, Paul and them was not there. So they grabbed Jason and other the brethren that was there to show their anger and their disapproval. And, you know, I, I wonder if the Lord uh, recommended him, recommended Jason like he did Job. You know, would you have been able to stand if, if someone grabbed you and, and arrested you and dragged you uh, before the magistrates because you, all because of the word of God, all because of you declaring who he is, uh, that you could be would be able to stand that? You know, we live in we live in a certain um, I don't want to say luxury. I don't want to give that false sense 
but we don't live in the area where the government is running up on us because we have our Bibles in our hand uh, running up on us because they saw that we were looking at the scripture through our tablets or, you know, through our phone, you know, arresting you, uh, kicking down the door right now because I'm because I'm ministering the word of God and running up the uh, into the living room and running through the uh, to the other room to get to me because I'm ministering the word of God. But there are um, administrations that that will occur under certain administrations, certain places in, in, in this day and time and where we live. So we need to take the opportunity as much as possible and use the freedom of speech uh, to uh, announce that Jesus is king and to let others know and encourage them to remind someone uh, that he is Lord and Savior. Um, and so maybe you'll find that you'll be recommended. Uh, you've been faithful. You've been loyal uh, unto the Lord. And so you go to work and maybe you went into the break room, but it was really Hell's Kitchen. Uh, maybe you stopped, uh, you stepped into the meeting. You had a, a meeting uh, and, and when you walked in the door, it became man versus wild. Uh, you know, we may not have physical persecution, but there are certainly attacks. And there are instances where there are physical persecution uh, that occurs locally right here. We've seen it. Um, we don't want to forget about the shootings and different things that have occurred. Um, uh, demons, uh, someone asked me the question, why? And, and, and come on, you, you know the devil is real. Demons do exist and demons use people. People allow spirits to use them. The Bible said, and they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And when they had taken security of Jason, there's they got bail from him. And of the others, they let them go. And the brethren immediately sent them away, Paul and Silas, by night into Brea. And uh, coming thither, went into the synagogue. When they arrived there, uh, then about, I think it was about 45 miles uh, that they traveled. Uh, but when they went into the other city, they found the church. They found the place to go to where the Jews were gathering. And uh, the Bible said that there were more notable, uh, these where they were at were more notable than those at Thessalonica and that they received the word with all readiness of heart. There's some folks that are just waiting to receive the word of God. And they're waiting for you to tell them. Uh, the word of God is over here. You, you can hear the word. Uh, you know, that's why I say, uh, tell someone to, to uh, Google SML inside the pages. Listen to the word of God. Because that's what we're given, is the word of God. Uh, and someone's waiting to hear the word. Uh, they're, not, they're not listening for um, uh, uh, a message that's going to tickle their ears. The Bible said that in the last days, people would not be able to endure sound doctrine, but they'll have itchy ears. Uh, they want to hear that, that good tingling message that is going to uh, make them feel all right, make them feel good. You know, and, and when, when, you, when you've had a good bath, you feel pretty good. And so you're washed by the word of God. And you feel pretty good after the word has washed you, after it has cleansed you, as, after it has made you whole. You feel all right. Yeah, uh-huh. What is the songwriter said? Won't he do it? 
uh, she might have been singing about uh, fame and getting a car and stuff, but I'm saying won't he do it when it comes down to your soul salvation, your soul salvation. Uh, that's the most important thing because cars get old. Uh, uh, things get old. But your soul salvation, no, that don't get old. Uh, no, we're maturing. We're growing in Christ. Uh, we're going from, uh, from faith to faith, from grace to grace, and preparation of being able to stand before the Lord, being able to found, being found worthy to stand in his presence. And so uh, the Bible said these were more noble uh, than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word of, uh, with all readiness of mind. Uh, I, I pray and I hope, you know, that you, when you go to church, when you go to your Bible class, Sunday school, when you go to your service, that you go with the readiness of mind you know, and as I tell the saints at Cornerstone, pray for me, pray for the, pray for whoever has been invited to come speak, pray for them that they preach the word. We, I don't want to hear Pastor Carl. I want to hear the word of God. I don't want my, my opinion is not, is not a deliverance. My opinion is unless I'm agreeing with the word of God. Other than that, it doesn't, my opinion don't matter. The word of God is what matters and that's where we're going to keep it. As they say, keep it real. We're going to keep the word of God real. We're going to keep it up front. We're going to keep the focus on the word of God. And so the Bible said, and uh, with that readiness of mind, they searched the scriptures daily. Uh, whether those things be so, if they were true. But see, when you hear the word of God being preached, when it's being exhorted by anyone, uh, you can go back and search it out. See if it's real. See if what they are saying is right. See what they say is right. Find out. Don't just take my word. Get in the word. See if it's right. Confirm. Uh, did he did he tell us the scripture correctly? Did he uh, exhort that right? Did he teach it? Did he twist it up? Did he? No, no, no. Get in it. Find out for yourself. Don't just take my my word. Get in the word of God. A matter of fact, let me insert this this um, this reminder right here. Those of you that in the book of Ezekiel. Um, to read the, the 40th through the 43rd chapter uh, to find out more about the temple, the, the taking a tour of the temple, finding out more about the brazen um, uh, altar, um, the, the things that were being used, the bowls, uh, the quarters of the ministers, the singers, as well as the sacrifices that was being made. Um, and, and so uh, this is a reading assignment. You need to get in the word of God and read what God is saying so that you have a better understanding. You know, uh, and so the Bible said, therefore, many of them believed also of the honorable women at Thessalonica, uh, uh, those, excuse me, uh, in Brea, because they left, uh, they left Thessalonica. And um, and so many believed also of the honorable women, which were uh, Greeks and men, not a few. But when the Jews of Thessalonica had had knowledge that the word of God was preached of Paul and Brea. Uh, they came thither also. So they traveled there to stir up the folks. There's an angry crowd of people that have traveled, you know, in that day and time, they traveled across the uh, USA, across the country. They traveled someplace to go and stir the folks up uh, to fight and to come against the, the word of God. And there immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go as it were to the sea, but Silas and Timothy abode there still. So Paul left uh, by boat, but Silas 
uh, remember Paul and Silas were locked in jail and Silas sang uh, uh, and the and Paul was praying and the jail was shaking and they were set free. Well, that Silas was a prophet and him and Timothy, uh, the son of uh, family members of, of Eunice and um, went on and stayed there, stayed behind to minister the word of God and help encourage the brethren. And the 15 verses and they that, con that conducted uh, uh, with Paul after him in Athens uh, and receiving a commandment to Paul and or receiving a commandment unto Paul and, si and Silas, excuse me, Silas and Timothy for to come to him with all speed, they departed. So uh, after Paul had arrived at a certain uh, location, uh, sent for uh, Silas and Timothy and they soon departed. And remember that their traveling was not as quick as our modern day technology. They made their way where they needed to go, um, camping along the way, being cautious along the way, watching out for thieves, people that would do them harm. Uh, not just them, but wild animals, you know, and, and different things that they had to watch out for. Whereas we just jump into the, into our buckets, you know, I, I, I refer to cars as buckets. It doesn't matter how new it is, uh, what you paid for it. Maybe you have a different name. Uh, the generic name that I call a car is a bucket. It's a bucket on wheels. And so they, we jump into our buckets and go wherever we need to go. Let's make sure that, that, First and foremost, let's not make an excuse and go to church. Let's not make an excuse to hear the word of God. Let's not make an excuse to talk about Jesus Christ and him crucified. Let's not make an excuse and miss out on the opportunity that God has given, the opportunity that he, uh, that because souls need to be saved and souls are not saved by uh, mess. It's saved by the gospel message, the good news. And so you want to be presenting the good news uh, unto the Lord and good news about him. Bless you, Lord Jesus. And, and so with that being said, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. I hope to see you in service with us or to see you caught up. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord. Uh, remember the songs featured are respectively the property of our assumptions, the artists, the producers, you know, and we just want to acknowledge uh, and certainly want to acknowledge you that are listening and those that will be listening later. God bless you. Know that you're blessed. Tell yourself you're blessed. And uh, from uh, words of experience, even on your worst day, you are your enemy's worst nightmare.